Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode contains distressing themes and descriptions of violence. This podcast is intended for a mature audience. Listener caution is advised. They Walk Among Us is part of the Acast Creator Network. On the evening of Saturday, June 9th, Pubs across the country were filled to the brim. It was the second day of the 2012 European Football Championship. Groups of friends jostled to find seats in front of the television screens in pubs throughout Bedfordshire to watch the matches. The Netherlands versus Denmark and Germany versus Portugal. Hours later in the early morning, things were starting to wind down when a young man appeared outside the White Hart pub in Amptill. He looked disheveled and his tracksuit was saturated in blood. A footballer from the Stoke City Academy is in hospital under police guard after the murder of a teenage girl. She was caring and considerate and very supportive of her friends. She was well known in the school. Um, She will be missed she'll leave a space in the school that will be noticed. Welcome to They Walk Among Us, a podcast dedicated to UK true crime. This is the 27th in a series of bonus episodes. Megan Lee Peet was born on September 21, 1997 in Westerning, Bedfordshire, to parents David and Nicola. Megan was the baby of the family, 
with two older brothers, Ricky and Nathan. The marriage between their parents, David and Nicola Pete, eventually broke down, and in 2006, the couple separated. Megan stayed with her mother, but the close bond she shared with her father remained, and she visited him regularly. Three years later, her mother Nicola met someone else, a man named Neil Foley, and the two began dating. Megan immediately welcomed him into the family, and in January 2012, Nicola and Neil were married. Megan served as a bridesmaid. Neil said of Megan, We hit it off straight away. She was so funny and we always had a right laugh. When her mum was working in the evening, she'd come and sit with me and we'd chat away. She was a cheeky, confident teenager, and she loved having a laugh. She was such a family girl too. It was really important to her. Megan was a student at Harlington Upper School in Dunstable, where the characteristics that Neil described made her well-liked. Recounting what her friend was like, Chelsea McCannany said, She was bubbly and popular, and she stuck up for everyone, even when she was down. At school, Megan took learning support lessons. She had ambitions to one day become a midwife. She was an active user on social media, where she wrote about being her happiest when with loved ones or out at a party. Her friends echoed this description, referring to Megan as a party girl and the hero of the school. In September 2011, a mutual friend introduced 15-year-old Megan to 18-year-old Andrew Hall. Hall had grown up in a modest home with his parents and brothers in Flittick, Bedfordshire. He played as a midfielder for Stoke City under-18s and even scored a goal that sent them to the fourth round of the FA Youth Cup. Paul had been named Stoke Academy's Player of the Season and was on the brink of signing up as a professional with the club. He began dating Megan Lee Pete and she fell madly in love with the up-and-coming football player. She introduced him to her family and her mother Nicola later said, He seemed like such a nice boy. He was a shy and quiet little thing. He hated violence. Andrew Hall was Megan's first real boyfriend and her first love. She was just 15 and absolutely doted on him. He spent the weekdays in Stoke playing football, but he would be in constant contact with Megan via text messages and phone calls. Hall would return home on the weekends and he and Megan would be inseparable. However, over time, Hall began to develop a jealous streak. Megan had a large circle of friends, including young men, and this was something that infuriated Hall. He would always accuse Megan of cheating on him. 
Megan eventually confided to loved ones that Hull was becoming increasingly possessive. If she uttered a few words to another young man, Hull would fly into a rage and accuse her of cheating on him or being interested in other people. Megan had even told her mother about Hull's anger, but Nicola always chalked it up to what was described as typical teenage jealousy. She recollected, I just said to Megan that if they're making each other unhappy, then maybe they shouldn't be together. I didn't want her to be miserable, but most of the time they had a good relationship. It was the beginning of half-term on June 9th, 2012. At around 7pm that evening, Megan and Andrew Hall met a couple of friends at the Bumblebee pub in Flittick to watch some of the Euro 2012 football matches. The atmosphere amongst the group of friends turned tense when Hall once again accused Megan of cheating. Some friends overheard Hall calling Megan names and then yelling, Why do I bother? Megan said she was not cheating and denied that she was interested in anybody else other than Hall. The night had been ruined by Hall's outburst and Megan remarked to her friends that she couldn't do it anymore and was scared of her boyfriend and his tantrums and accusations. Megan decided to leave the pub and asked a male friend to give her a lift home something that infuriated Andrew Hall even further. As soon as Megan left, he bombarded her with a string of abusive text messages. Megan arrived home safe and well and said to her mother, Andy is being stupid again. Nicola knew all too well what this meant. She knew Hall had a jealous streak. Megan kissed her mother goodnight and said she was going upstairs to bed. In her room, Megan continued the text conversation with Andrew Hall. In one message, she questioned, You do not trust me, so what is the point in being together? She also messaged one of her friends about the argument. I love him more than anything, she wrote but I can't deal with it anymore. Subsequently, Hall seemed to calm down and he encouraged Megan to come back out. The group had now moved to the White Hart pub in nearby Amptill and after some persuading, Megan went back out and caught a taxi to the pub. There the group chatted and drank amongst themselves before Andrew Hall suggested to Megan that they go to a nearby friend's home. Megan wanted nothing more than to reconcile, so she agreed. Their friend Hayden Edwin lived on Aylesbury Road in Ampthill, and Hayden's parents were away on holiday at the time, so he had the place to himself. Hayden wanted to stay out longer, so entrusted the house keys to Hall and he and Megan walked the short distance to the empty property hand in hand. 
with the couple gone, the atmosphere in the pub became more relaxed. The rest of the group began to loosen up and enjoy themselves. Around an hour later, however, Andrew Hall appeared back at the pub. He had a look of fear and confusion on his face, and he was covered in blood. In a panicked tone, he exclaimed to the bouncers on the door, I think I just killed my girlfriend. Oh my God, I love her so much. What have I done? The doorman wasted no time contacting emergency services, and with sirens blaring, paramedics arrived at Aylesbury Road in a matter of minutes. As they pulled up outside the house at around 1.30am, they saw a trail of blood leading directly to the front door. They entered the property and followed the trail into the kitchen. There they found the lifeless body of 15-year-old Megan Lee Pete in a puddle of blood. As they drew closer, paramedics could see the severity of the attack. Megan had numerous stab wounds to her head, neck and upper chest, as well as defensive injuries to her hands and arms. The first responders attempted life-saving measures, but despite their valiant attempts, Megan was pronounced dead at the scene. Megan Lee Pete had sustained at least 60 separate stab wounds. Her nose had been severed in the attack, and her jugular artery was sliced. She also had a fractured jaw and chest wound so deep they perforated her lungs. The knife attack had been so brutal that there were indents on the laminate floor. Megan's cause of death would be concluded as severe blood loss. Close to her body, paramedics had observed a serrated bread knife. Blood almost covered the entirety of the 20-centimetre blade which had snapped off. There was also another blood-stained knife beside it, a 14-and-a-half-centimetre fish knife. Both of the blades had come from the kitchen inside their mutual friend's home. Back at the pub, Andrew Hall was treated for an injury to his hand before he was transported to Bedford Hospital. The attack on Megan had been so brutal that he had almost severed his own finger as his hand slipped on the bloody blade. In the ambulance, he cried, I've ruined my life and my career, as well as her life. As Hall awaited an x-ray at the hospital on his hand, he asked the hospital staff, Is she dead? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. At around 7am the following morning, Megan's mother Nicola awoke to a knock on the front door. She pushed herself up out of bed and pulled on her dressing gown. She was shocked to see two police officers from the Bedfordshire Constabulary standing on her doorstep with solemn expressions on their faces. Nicola crumpled to the ground in tears as they informed her that her daughter had been stabbed to death. Nicola would later remark, My head couldn't take it all in. I didn't believe what they were saying. The night before, when Megan had returned home from the pub after the argument, she kissed her mother goodnight and then went upstairs to her bedroom. Nicola had no clue that Megan had gone back out again to meet her boyfriend at the pub in Amptill. Recalling the last time she saw her daughter alive, Nicola stated, She said, Night Mum, love you, and I said, I love you too. They were the last words we said to each other. As news of the shocking murder dominated the local newspapers, Tributes for Megan came flooding in. Her best friend Dee Adams posted a photograph of them hugging on Twitter, while another friend Charlotte Ward wrote, R.I.P. Megan. Horrible. Another innocent life lost due to a horrific knife crime. 
the media scrambled to the neighbourhood to try and get a few words from neighbours. One who asked not to be named said she awoke the next morning to find blood spattered on her car tyres. Detectives search for answers as a community mourns the loss of a girl just 15 years old. Stoke City Football Club today confirmed that youth player Andrew Hall, who is originally from nearby Luton, is involved in the investigation. A spokesman for Stoke City here at the Britannia Stadium said that Andrew Hall is recovering in hospital from extensive injuries and that he is being quizzed by the police about this murder. He gave no detail about the nature of those injuries. The thoughts of everyone here at the club, he added, are with the family of Megan Pete at this tragic time. The day after the murder, a makeshift memorial began to grow outside the home where Megan had lost her life. Her father came by to leave a note which poignantly read, Miss you more than words can say. You will always be in my thoughts and forever in my heart. Love you forever. David and Nicola were distraught beyond consolation. The family were being supported by trained family liaison officers from the Bedfordshire, Hertfordshire and Cambridgeshire Major Crime Unit. They were even more horrified when they learned that Andrew Hall was the main suspect in Megan's murder. They grappled to reconcile the man accused of the killing with the quiet boyfriend they had met numerous times in the past ten months. As the tributes continued... Andrew Hall was still in the hospital being treated for the injuries he had sustained. Hall had still not been questioned by the police due to his injuries and remained under police guard in the hospital. An interview would eventually occur on June 13th when Hall was subsequently charged with Megan's murder. He pleaded not guilty. A provisional trial date was set for October 30th and the prosecution and defence prepared for the trial. Meanwhile, Megan Lee Pete was laid to rest. It was a private funeral, only attended by friends and family, but her mother commented to the media that she had been entirely overwhelmed by the sympathy and support they had received. On September 7th, 2012, Andrew Hall shuffled into court, where he changed his plea and admitted to the murder. Megan's family were in attendance, trying to hold back the tears. Prosecutor Ian Wicks described to the courtroom the events leading up to the murder. Wicks revealed that at the time, Andrew Hall was intoxicated at two and a half times over the drink-drive limit. Defence counsel Peter McCartney said Megan's murder was a catastrophic loss of control. He argued that his client's insecurity played a factor in the murder, saying, There was jealousy. Jealousy creeps into relationships more particularly in the relationships of the young. 
According to the defence counsel, Hull came from a loving and supportive family, adding that nobody could believe his actions on that fateful night. McCartney said that Hall deeply regretted what happened and felt a tremendous amount of remorse. Describing his client's deep regret, McCartney told the court he had a promising career ahead of him. He is conscious that he has taken the life of a young woman and is deeply remorseful of that. He is at a loss as to how he could have killed her, He says he will regret it for the rest of his life. When handing down the sentence, Judge Richard Foster described everything that Megan would miss because her life was so cruelly taken. Addressing Hall, he said, Megan Pete will never experience the thrill and success of exam results going on to higher education, or perhaps being a bridesmaid at a best friend's wedding or on an 18th birthday party. Her life ended in your hands at 15 years old. Only you know why you did what you did that night and what the catalyst was for such a ferocious attack. It is clear you were jealous of her innocent friendships with others. The judge accepted that the murder of Megan was not premeditated, telling Hall, You have thrown away a promising career as a professional footballer. He further concluded that he believed Hall was genuinely remorseful, stating, Remorse is an overused word in this court, but clearly in this case it is an appropriate word to use. Judge Foster hoped that the legal proceedings would bring some comfort to Megan's family and friends as they began what he described as the healing process. In sentencing, the judge said to Andrew Hall, her young life was brought to an abrupt end at your hands. She was a bright, normal, gregarious girl with her whole life ahead of her. You have cruelly taken away that life. Well, Andrew Hall had been named Player of the Year at the Academy here. Now he'll be spending at least the next 10 years of his life behind bars. After the sentence was handed down and Hall was taken to prison, a statement was made on behalf of Meghan's family. Her loved ones described how the murder had torn their lives apart and the day they found out that Megan had died would forever be etched in their memories. Megan was a healthy, vibrant, loving and caring person who was very much loved by all her family and all her many friends. She had a whole life ahead of her. Before her untimely death, we were an ordinary family living an ordinary life. Since that fateful day, our world has changed beyond recognition. The pain of losing our beautiful daughter and the tragic and awful way she died will stay with us for the rest of our lives. Megan was loved so much and will be missed forever. Just two weeks later, it would have been Megan's 16th birthday. 
She was looking forward to the milestone, and Nicola had been planning a massive party with all of her daughter's friends and family. They intended to decorate the venue with Megan's favourite colours and prints, purple and zebra. Instead, Nicola and her husband Neil went to a beach in Hunstanton, Norfolk. They released balloons and colourful lanterns in Megan's memory. Nicola spoke about how when her daughter died, she felt like her heart had been ripped out of her chest. Megan's mother poignantly said, It's left a massive void in all our lives. I can't even begin to think about how we're going to cope without her. Every day I think she's going to walk through the door and shout, Hi mum. The house is so silent now. She was such a chatterbox, and I'd always have to pause my favourite programmes because I couldn't hear them over her wittering. I had to tell her to be quiet all the time. But I'd give anything to hear her voice again now. My heart has been broken, and it will never heal, but I'm trying to move forward the best I can in her memory. Nicola also explained how she did not hate Andrew Hall. She said that she likes to focus on the happy memories of her daughter, and while Nicola hated what Hall did, she could not hate him. In a testament to her resilience, she said, I know it was a drunken fit of rage, and he regrets it with all his heart now. According to Nicola, Megan would not want her to be consumed by anger and hate. She said, I know that despite her short time with us, she enjoyed her life. She always had a smile on her face, and that's how she'll always be remembered. So where are we now? In the aftermath of Andrew Hall's sentence, many shared their belief that the minimum term of just 10 years was far too lenient. On December 6th, Attorney General Dominic Grieve argued before London's Court of Appeal for the sentence to be increased. As Britain's most senior lawyer, he had the power to refer sentences to the Court of Appeal that he believed to be unduly lenient, a process referred to as the unduly lenient sentence scheme. The Attorney General can only refer serious offences, which include murder, rape and robbery. Before the three Court of Appeal judges... Grieve argued that Hall's sentence was far too low and did not adequately reflect the seriousness of the crime. In announcing their decision, Lady Justice Rafferty said, The extreme brutality of the attack, involving many blows with the knife, some sufficient force to cause blood spatter and deep penetrating wounds to the skull, were an aggravating factor. 
Court of Appeal judges concluded that Andrew Hall's minimum sentence should be increased by five years. He could now apply for parole in 2027. The following year, Megan's father David announced that he was beginning self-defence classes for teenagers. He named the classes Urban Street Defence and ran them alongside kickboxing world champion Paul Childerly. David said that he was setting up the classes in memory of his daughter and hoped that he could give other teenagers the skills and confidence to feel safer while out and about. He did, however, reveal that many people had told him they did not need to attend the classes because they didn't go to, quote, dodgy areas. Countering this remark, David said, Megan's life was taken by her boyfriend. Her murder is proof that you don't need to go to dodgy areas for something bad to happen. It could happen to anyone. The person who killed Megan was someone she idolised. You just don't expect that to happen. The response from the community was overwhelming and people came out in droves to be taught by David and Paul. I know the course won't stop such things, Paul Childerly said, but I'd like to help limit them and spare other parents this absolute hell. Thank you for listening, and special thanks to our Patreon supporters. For more information on this episode, please see the show notes or visit our website, theywalkamonguspodcast.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.